But welcome to the next and the latest and the greatest edition of the What's in the Cup podcast, right here from the president's office at Georgia Southwestern State University on a beautiful Friday morning. We're expecting a really terrific weekend. The sun is out. The weather is warming up. The pollen is falling from the sky. My car has a nice green shade to it when I get in in the morning and I use the windshield wipers to wipe off the pollen dust. And uh, luckily I don't have uh, severe allergies or I'm sure it's a difficult time for people who do. But uh, as I said, a great weekend coming up and some exciting things to talk about. And I am pleased to have with me today uh, two folks that are going to have a busy weekend. Michelle Mackey, uh, our assessment director and uh, faculty member over in the College of Education. And Kanisha Tooks, a student here at GSW. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. And uh, we're going to talk today some about student teaching. We're going to talk about Uh, the career fair and what it's like to be thinking about being done with school. (laughs) That's that's something we can talk about. Yes, it is. Are you thinking about it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's on your mind these days. It really is. It really is. (laughs) I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Well, let's get started. We, we try to start the show every week with some discussion about student success and and retention and and uh, enrollment and uh, you know it's the middle of the semester uh certainly this this semester's enrollment number is in and it was very good i think we've talked about that a few times and and we're we've got good numbers as we look ahead to the fall summer enrollment's looking good our our number of accepted students is up about 20 percent. so we're certainly anticipating that fall will be positive but but saturday is another preview day. So we are uh, going to be welcoming uh, some potential students to campus with their parents. Uh, Kanisha, did you ever do a preview day? Yes, I um, just did the last preview day and it was such a fun experience. That was actually my first preview day Yeah. and it was so much fun talking and, you know, just getting to know some of the new students. And I kind of felt, I have that, I had that feeling before when I was a new student, so I kind of understand their feelings about coming off to college. I was a little scared, so I know some scared. of them were. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you stay scared and before you said, okay, I can do this? Until I moved in. <laughs> I cried after I moved in. And then after that, I was like, okay, you know what? I can do it. And I was okay after that. Yeah. That's a tough transition, isn't it? It really is. It is. And uh, it's, So it's nice that you have a chance to talk to the incoming students and yes. you tell them look it is scary and it is a little tough but you can do it right yes it is yeah. it's it's also a helpful experience i know for me being a first generation college student it was extremely scary but you know i just feel like it has also opened my eyes and kind of helped me get more involved and learn myself a little better also well, that's what the that's what the university experience is supposed to be about. Uh, Michelle's been helping us with the post-pandemic task force, and that's that's exactly one of the things we've been talking about. is It's an it's an experience beyond just the academics. Yes. It's a it's a personal development. Uh, you you define who you are. You really figure it out, and uh, you just said it better than I could. And 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 uh, and Michelle, that's 
kind of what we've been talking about. It is. And, you know, during the pandemic task force, we I keep thinking back to when I came through and they always told us, you know, get involved in something, you know. And so I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. And I was in like three or four different things. I mean, I knew Bob back in college and... <laughs> You know, um, and I think I told you at one of our meetings, my dad reminded me that 20 years ago, on February 18th, we were on this campus for my proofy day. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was the day I decided to come. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great day, and preview day is always a lot of fun. The students are, are still a little shy. They're typically with their parents. And, uh, you know, when you're 17 or 18 years old and, with your, and you're with your parents, sometimes you don't. We don't see their real personalities. They, they <laughs> stay a little shy and their parents ask all the questions. And, and, uh, and so it's, it's not quite the, the, the same as uh, when they come for storm day and, and we start to separate them a little bit and, and see who they really are. But it's a great opportunity to see their eyes and their minds start to, to think about what could be. And so uh, it takes a lot of people. Uh, both of you obviously have been involved in the process and uh, and that's the best way to recruit people to the campus and, and for them to see that people just like them have done it and can do it and enjoy it. And uh, I didn't ask you if you enjoy it here, but I assume you did. <laughs> yes, if, you, if you're willing to come on to the podcast <laughs> and you're uh, willing to talk about it at preview day, I assume you've had a great experience and, and uh, that you're willing to, to tell other people about that. So that's coming up on Saturday, but that's just one thing happening on uh, Saturday. And so uh, the, the other big thing, well, I guess one of the other big things happening on Saturday is the career fair in the College of Education. So we're on the same day, we're bringing a bunch of students here to get started. We're also having an event for a bunch of students that we're wanting to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make room for the new people, right? Yes. So Career fair in College of uh, Education. Michelle, tell me what uh, what is career fair? What does it mean? What is what happens and who's coming to, to help? So the career fair, um, we have done this annually for years. They had a hiatus back, I think, in like 2008 or something. But we have slowly grown it back to what it used to be years ago, where we invite um, our partner districts, um, where we have student teachers. We have about 20 partner districts that we'll invite, plus anyone else across the state that wants to come. We know that our students, we have some that want to go back to Atlanta, some that want to go down to Valdosta, you know. So we try to get as many districts to come as possible. Um, this year, um, it's a COVID year, and so people are scared, you know, just kind of hesitant, but we have a lot of great recruiters that are like, let's do it, we're coming. Um, we've partnered with RISA, which is, we're part of their board of control with superintendents. And um, it's a way for them to try to get some people that are not GSW students or graduates to come and try to find a job with our local districts. And then um, ours is to get our students into um, school districts. So sure. we have um, 22 districts this year. Wow. So a little lower than we've had in the last couple of years but it's a COVID year so yeah. we're okay um, I'm excited we're gonna have it in the College of Education um, they're gonna have tables around the rotunda upstairs downstairs and classrooms and the students have received maps of where everyone's located and um, 
Miss Whaley, our administrative assistant's over there right now waiting on plant to get set <laughs> up. You know, they're going to be there around 930. Yeah. Um, so we have 56 reps that are coming um, with those school districts. And we have, um, I know we have Valdosta, um, some, a couple schools there coming. Um, and then we have um, some around the Tifton area. Right around here, of course, we have, uh, I wrote notes down, 10 of our um, RESA, local RESA districts coming. So it'll be great. We're that's, excited. It's really awesome. I mean, to think, I mean, I know you said it's down a little bit, but 22 school districts coming here in the middle of a mm-hmm. pandemic uh, to recruit our students and, and our graduates. And uh, what, you know, I hear all the time from the superintendents that they love our graduates. Mm-hmm. They think that uh, when they get a, a graduate from GSW, they know they've got a good one. And they are, they are adamant about trying to make sure that they recruit our students into their school district. So yeah. I'm not surprised that they're still coming. Yeah, and they, we have like uh, recently, because um, we have Miss Ward, she's our um, field and clinical director now. And so I've been working with her and um, Amber to just kind of help show them the ropes, I guess. And occasionally I'll get a school district that'll contact me because they haven't quite made the transition in. Yeah. And um, a couple days ago, Cockwood County called or emailed and said, Michelle, we want to come. And I'm like, okay, let me make sure that's okay. You yeah. know, and so they added them to the list, you know, because they heard from another district that said, y'all going to go to GSW? And he's like, well, I don't know that I've seen it. I told him it probably wow. went to spam because uh-huh. that happens sometimes. That does happen. Well, Kanisha, what do you think about a career fair? What, uh, what are you looking forward to? Well, I am looking forward to seeing a lot of different school districts. Um, simply because since I am student teaching, a lot of my time goes to student teaching. So I don't really have a lot of time. And I feel that the career fair will really help me kind of get my name out there, kind of show them my resume. And we made an ABC book um, with Mrs. Dickens. And I'm excited to show them my ABC book because I feel like that that's just something that is going to amaze them about a GSW graduate. So I'm extremely excited, and I know it's a great opportunity, not only for myself, but also the student teachers in my cohort. Absolutely. Now, where did you uh, go to high school? I went to high school at Macon County High School, so just about 20 minutes down the road, yes. All right, so as uh, as you've been here and you think about where do I want to teach? Do you have a particular place that you'd like to be? Are you open to anywhere? What what kind of, as you go into this, what are you looking for? Well, now I'm looking closer to home because I will be going back to home. But um, like I said, anything close, close is fine to me. I have really grown to love my placement and it has become home to me. So it's kind of (laughs) scary because now, you know, I'm just, I'm loving it here. And if they were to offer, I would happily accept. So that's something that I'm Well, Macon County is only... I mean, it's a contiguous county to Sumter County, so it's not yeah. terribly far, right? No, it's only, like I said, like 20 minutes away. Yeah. So it would be a, you know, it would be a fair drive for me. Manageable. Yes. So what grade are you, are you, are you doing your student teaching in? I'm placed in third grade. Third grade. Third grade, ELA. And Michelle, I don't know if I'm supposed to call it student teaching anymore. It is student teaching. That's um, still what we call She's it. in a traditional student teaching placement. We also have interns as teachers, and they're the ones that take over a classroom. And they have a mentor about 50% of the time. She has a mentor 100% of the time. 
And then when they're in field experience, which is um, what the, our um, juniors and sec- first semester seniors are doing right now, they are teacher candidates and they're doing field experience. Okay. It's very confusing, Tanisha. <laughs> I can't keep, the, can't keep it all straight. I usually mess it up, so I always have to apologize that my language might not be exactly right. But so you're doing student teaching. Yes, yes. And you're in the third grade. Yes. Is that, do you want to stay in third grade or is that, would you like to go higher or lower? Well, when I started, when I first um, started taking introduction classes and when I first got into the program my junior year, when I was doing field experience, um, I really was adamant about having smaller kids, like kindergarten. I love smaller kids. And then I was placed in fifth grade and I still kind of seen then, okay, maybe a little lower. And when I got into third grade, I was scared. I was like, oh my God, I really want like a lower, lower level, kindergarten first or maybe second. But I have grown to love those kids. And it was, it has been a great learning experience. And now that I'm in third grade, I'm just like, oh, maybe I want third grade because they still have that, oh, I love my teacher so much. And I love that about that. So So what are they? They're like eight? Yes, they're around the um, age range, eight to nine. Eight to nine. Um, And I hear students all the time say that. I've reached out to a couple of our recent graduates, and they were scared to death to work in fourth and fifth grade. And so sometimes they student teach in fourth and fifth, and other times it's third. But two recent graduates said, one took a job in fifth grade, and she said, I was scared to death but I love fifth grade. They're grown, you know? (laughs) And then another took it in fourth grade and she said it was the perfect age. I love, fourth grade was my favorite grade to teach. I taught third through eighth grade and fourth is just, they're they're not babies anymore, but they don't have the attitude yet. (laughs) Well, I would would agree that uh, anything, to me, anything fifth and down really good <laughs> i can't I, I anybody that teaches in the junior high world i think is is saintly i mean mm-hmm. I, I don't even think i like my kids when they were in junior high I no i have a seventh like grader else's kids yeah so, man uh tough duty there but uh third grade fourth grade second grade you're you're kind of open for yes options that exist yes um actually doing my placements in field experience and even now student teaching it kind of helped me open my eyes to see that okay you know fifth grade still i need a little time <laughs> to grow to that but definitely i grew to love third grade good good now you're doing you're doing your student teaching at uh, americas yes sir um sumter county elementary so, okay sumter mm-hmm. county yeah yes. I, I probably should say <laughs> i know that's a controversy <laughs> what is it going to be called but anyway, Sumter County uh, Elementary, very good. Yeah. And that's not that far from campus, right? No, sir. Um, maybe 10 minutes yeah. at the most. It's not far. Okay. So it's a fair drive. Okay. So so you, you get up in the morning and you go to the elementary school? Every day. Every day? Yes. You don't even come to campus here? No, go not straight at all. To, just like it's a job. It, yes. It is from, a job, right? Um, 7.45 until 3 o'clock. I am at Sumner County Elementary all day. Okay. And I'm now taking on, I fully teach. I teach everything. So my mentor teacher, she gets a little break and she, she just, just gets to back. observe. Yeah, yes. very good. So I teach everything. So, okay, COVID. Yes. How are we doing? Are the students in class with you? No, sir. They are all virtual. Um, They chose to do the entire school year virtual because of COVID cases. Right. And I feel that this has also been a great learning experience for me. 
because before I just talked face to face and that was what I was so used to. And, you know, figuring out that, okay, I'm gonna have to teach virtual. I'm just like, oh, how am I gonna do it? How am I gonna do it? But it has really been a great experience. And also um, one of my good friends who is also placed there, we've just worked together like, okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna get through it. And I feel like we have now, it's just natural to us. Yeah. And I also think that's something that would be a great quality to have because now I know so much more about technology that when I'm in a face-to-face classroom, I can still incorporate that into my lessons. Yeah. And um, my guess is, going to be up to you, I'm sure, but if a student's sick and they can't come to school, let's, you know, a year from now, they can come in virtually. Yes. Uh, and- if we have a snow day or a weather day, maybe yes. we still have class. Yeah, virtually you know how to do it now yes. right i don't think the students would like that yeah, i don't think they. Will I think either. it would i think it's something that is great because um we had a speaker once at a seminar and she was telling us that when her students are sick they can still join from home from her class and i think that is a great idea because they still if they're well enough to mm-hmm. just watch they can still they're not they won't be behind right they can still get their lessons so i think that's something great also i do i think that that's going to change uh and i I think you'll find ways as you said to to use the your knowledge now of the technology in really creative ways even when we're back fully face to face and so i know it hasn't been fun i know it's (laughs) not exactly what you wanted but i do think that uh, you'll you'll see some real benefit and i know michelle you guys have had to adapt and adopt new policies and, and new ways of thinking about student teaching and interns and all that through all of this so so how is you know how do you how do you see it impacting the students that are going to be in the career fair tomorrow and their ability to communicate what they've learned I think it's going to be interesting um, because like Kanisha they'll be able to talk about the experiences of bringing technology into their classroom they'll also I think it'll show how flexible they've become you know you Student teachers grow, I tell them every time I talk to them, I see a change from their first semester senior year to when they graduate. It's just they blossom during that last semester and so they're gonna be more flexible, they're gonna be more resilient. You know, they're, they may have done some crying this year. We've had mentors <laughs> that have said, I've cried, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's been a tough year. And, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of questions they ask the school districts, you know, I always, tell our student teachers um, when I worked with them a lot in the past ask the school district what kind of supports they're going to provide you you know you can vet the schools just like they're vetting you and say what kind of supports will I have well now it's a virtual type situation what are you doing in to help your teachers right now in a virtual setting you know and so it'll be interesting I'm excited it'll be really interesting all right we're gonna we're gonna hit a couple other topics here I wanted to mention uh, for students that are going to be back with us next fall, Kanisha, you'll be off working, <laughs> making lots of money and having a great life. Uh, but for those of you who are, will be back with us next fall, I want you to know that registration for fall classes will start the last week of March, uh, March 29th through April 2nd. And so you might think that's a long way away, but I got the checklist yesterday things you should be doing today. You should be checking your account to see if there's any holds on your account so that you can get those taken care of. You should check degree works, 
complete your FAFSA for next year. You can do that right now. Uh, and then next week, you should be looking over the offerings. Our class schedules will be uh, available. You should check your registration time, make sure you know which day you're supposed to register. And you should check with your advisor to get your plan in place. Make sure that you have everything ready to go. And then you get to take spring break off. And then when you come back, you'll be ready to enroll. So uh, make sure that you are uh, preparing for that. Uh, also going on this <clears throat> weekend, we've mentioned a couple of things, but that's just a small sampling. Uh, the GISA State Basketball Tournament continues today and tomorrow. Championship Saturday will be tomorrow. So that will be going on in the afternoon. The baseball alumni reunion is taking place this weekend. The baseball team will be home uh, two games on Saturday, one game on Sunday. We have uh, alumni coming uh, to celebrate and to uh, support the baseball team. And we'll be doing the ribbon cutting for the new baseball, softball, indoor practice facility. So we'll have a great day to uh, open that up. And I think that's going to be on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock before the first game and so uh, campus will be busy parking will be at a premium so ride your bike and uh, you should be in good shape i uh, wanted to give an update on our covid vaccinations uh, i don't have any firm information but we do think uh, that Georgia will be moving into the 1B phase of the process uh, around March 15th. So that would certainly be good news for us. And uh, we anticipate that we will have the vaccine on campus to administer to our faculty and staff, uh, either on the 15th or very soon after that. Uh, obviously there are people uh, among our population who uh, have either been vaccinated due to being in one of the categories. And I've heard stories about a lot of folks that are just signing up, getting on the list and uh, are getting called by our local providers to get their vaccines. And so even some of the folks that are uh, outside of the current uh, categories are able to get uh, vaccinated. So I would encourage folks to get on those lists if you're wanting to do that. Um, because there is some availability. One of the things that we're learning, uh, some, of the, some of the intricacies of the vaccination process is the, as you, as you probably all know, the vaccination, the, the, what, the little vials that they give you, once you unfreeze them, then you have to use them. You have to use them within 12 hours, I think. Well, if, you have, I think I get five shots out of a vial. Well, if you give two shots out of that vial and then you've run out of people on your list that fit the category, you have two options. If you don't give the vaccine, if you destroy it or waste it, then you get penalized by the federal government. And if you call somebody that's not in the approved category and give it to them, you also get penalized by the federal government. So you have an option. You can either not give it to anybody and have a penalty, or you can give it to somebody and take the penalty. <laughs> we, I think what we're seeing all around the country is that people are choosing to give it to somebody <laughs> and, and you take whatever punishment you have to take, uh, as opposed to just not giving it and letting it spoil. So, 
so that's why I think we're seeing some people uh, outside of the approved categories are able to get. Uh, and that's why people should be signing up, you know, get on a list. You might get a call and uh, and and get the vaccine. So, uh, again, we, we are certainly anticipating. I know teachers have moved into uh, the, the category now that's approved. And I, and I hope that teachers are are getting I don't know if student teachers have been put into that category not I don't, I don't think, think so, so. but uh, they'll is, all have jobs before long yeah so. <laughs> I know so uh, anyway so we're we're moving in that direction I think obviously the, 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 the volume of vaccine production is increasing with Johnson and Johnson coming on the market uh, we heard President Biden say the other day that we would have enough vaccine for every single adult in the United States by May so that certainly means that through March and April it's going to be ramping quickly and we certainly anticipate having that on campus uh, it might coincide with spring break that we get moved into the 1b and we have the vaccine so we'll have to manage uh, that uh, we can certainly store it at the, at the temperature that needs to be stored at but uh, we might also have a spring break uh, vaccination-a-thon or something <laughs> so that people can come in and, and get that done um, couple of things I wanted to uh, just uh, mention as congratulatory uh, comments are student athletes. I saw a story uh, in the in the breeze, I think, that came out earlier this week. Our student athletes helped distribute over uh, 33,000 pounds of food at the uh, at the First Baptist Church uh, on February the 19th. Uh, we're involved in that process and uh, we're, we're doing their community service the softball team is planting fruit trees out at the uh, community garden and uh, it just uh, it just every every week it seems like our student athletes are very involved in getting things done and so we want to thank them for that work and uh, our women's basketball team played in the conference tournament on Wednesday night they uh, first time they've been in the semifinals of the conference tournament they lost to Lander, but they had a great season. Uh, very exciting to watch them, and, and uh, we're excited. A lot of young uh, players on the team, a lot of freshmen. So uh, we're uh, certainly looking forward to great things there. Our men's basketball team uh, played last night, and they won in the conference tournament semifinals. And we'll be playing in the uh, finals of the conference tournament on Sunday. So uh, if you want to watch that game, it'll be available through our website. And they're playing down at Flagler uh, College. And so it should be a great game and uh, really wishing them the best of luck as they represent the institution. Um, all right, let's go back to career fair. Just And now let's, not specifically the education career fair, but let's talk about career fairs in general. What Michelle, what do you tell a student? You're getting ready to go to a career fair. Here's the things you need to know. Should you wear jeans with holes in them? Should yeah. you wear a baseball cap? What, you know, tell me, what do you tell students and how do you get them prepared for this experience? So we've always told students to dress your best. You know, it, um, the old saying, dress for success. Um, we tell them, like, the young ladies, they can choose to wear a suit if they want to, but that's kind of not really the style now if, for a full suit. But, you know, a blazer is nice with nice pants. Um, don't dress like you're just going to student teaching up at a notch, you know. And um, we ask our guys to wear ties and comb their hair, no ball caps, no jeans. And we've Brush actually... Brush your teeth and comb your hair. That's pretty basic. It, well, <laughs> 
I have a, a seventh grader who I have to have <laughs> who has to have reminders. I can't imagine. Um, but we've seen um, at our fair, but um, I've talked to other folks that had career fairs where people have walked up in jeans. Yeah. You know, um, we ask them. Obviously, we can't with our community, but um, if they're from outside, but if it's our student, um, you need to go home and change. Yeah. Um, because we want you to look your best. Absolutely. Um, bring resumes. Mm -hmm. um, always have about five resumes at least, depending on the number of um, businesses that are there. Um, we encourage them to give um, the resumes to as many people as they want as they're talking. Some places take the resumes. Others say just um, log on here and sign up right away. Um, uh, have a folder and a bag. A lot of career fairs, not just ours, but um, they have swag that they try to give away. And so bring a nice bag. Um, sometimes you'll get one when you get there, but um, put everything in there because otherwise you're trying to fumble <laughs> around with everything. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to miss out on the swag because you get some pretty cool stuff. You do. You do. I love the swag. I've Absolutely. gone around and picked some stuff up from sure. our dish. Flash drives, drives pens, yeah. stress relievers. You get all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Nice stuff. Um, also, make sure when you talk to them, you know, reach out how it's going to work this year maybe it's a fist bump uh -huh. you know or elbow bump but yeah. saying a the greeting. handshake might be a thing of the past yeah, yeah handshake is i think and so that's kind of we're still learning some of this stuff but always look them in the eye talk to them don't look disinterested um be knowledgeable about their district and even if it's not one that you were expecting to talk to um bring your own experience into it and then ask questions that are generic enough to talk to any business about you know so. all right kanisha that's all pretty good advice right yes it is it is um i feel like that advice is something that even when we did our mock interviews that was also something that they make sure to tell us because i feel that those mock interviews helped as well um i got great feedback of course and i feel like that advice is used even when you're going into an interview so that's yes. great advice that is and so so do you have your outfit planned yes it's you, laid out on my bed already <laughs> ready for tomorrow <laughs> i All love right. seeing i love seeing students and future anybody going to a career dressed up for a career fair because it's yep. exciting she's graduating in may and can have a job and come back to get her master's degree oh yeah yes. there we go never gonna let you go no, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see the masters to do my application on Saturday. So that's also something great that they will have um, them there so we can apply. So yeah. now you oh. mentioned that you were a first generation student. So yes. how how proud is your family? They of what are. You're doing? They are extremely proud. It brings tears to my eyes every time. Um, Mine too. It has been a great experience and I just think about who comes after me like my little I have little brothers and sisters mm -hmm. so them seeing me come to college and you know even pursue a master's it is just amazing it That's, is and I know graduation day I'll be a bucket of tears <laughs> <laughs> but it has been just an amazing experience yeah well, I, you know, you're right. Your your siblings will will see a different future for themselves, and but I, I want you to know that your children and your children's children will see a different life for themselves yes. because of what you've done, and that's the most transformative thing 
about education is that you've changed your family's history for generations to come. Mm -hmm. And so you should be incredibly proud of what you've done, the step you've taken, uh, and the change that you're making in your family. Uh, when you started going to college, did you think that you were going to make it all the way to the end? Or how confident were you that this was really going to happen? Well, I knew I had to do it. I knew this was something that I had to do. And there were times, there were times where I was just, oh my God, oh my God. Even to throw out some of my experience for some who may be listening, um, the very first time I took my gaze, the writing part, I'm so great in writing, but time scares me. And seeing time, I didn't pass my writing portion. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should change. Maybe, you know, maybe I should just try to get an associate's and then come into my bachelor's. Yeah. But um, I remember my grandma and my mom telling me, you can do it. You can do it. And I took it and I passed it, flying colors. And it's just... It scared me, and like I said, there were times where I thought maybe I should have started with an associate's. I feel like I feel like it wouldn't be easier, but it's just take it step by step. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm here, and we just received an email yesterday about ordering cap and gowns, mm -hmm. I just wanted to cry yesterday. <laughs> I, was like, I did it. I really did it. And going into the career fair on Saturday, I feel like it would really just open my eyes again because I'm just saying, like, I have a job soon, like, I really got my bachelor's degree and I really secured a profession, not a job. I have a profession now. Yep. And like you said, that is something that I wanted to take the first step. So the family members behind me, they wouldn't be alone when they're taking theirs. Right. And right. Now it sounds like your your mom and your grandma have been good supporters. Yes. Good, you know, good cheerleaders. And you need those, uh, but you'll be a great cheerleader and you'll have the experience yes. to say, this is how you go to the financial aid office. This is how you go to the uh, registrar's office. This is how you get this done. You'll have all that experience to pass on as well. So your family will have it even easier than you had it. Yes. So we're really proud of you. And for, for all the folks that are out there listening, you know, that I, I, we can't say it any better than Kanisha just said it. The difference that it's going to make in her life and the challenges that you have to overcome and our role uh, in helping uh, students get there is so important. And so we are really, really proud of you. And uh, I can't wait to see you across the stage in May. It'll be my honor to, uh, to recognize you as a graduate of the institution. So thank you for coming today and telling us that story. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more uh, to that story and, and maybe someday we'll get to hear all of it but we're so proud of you and glad that you picked georgia southwestern uh I, I, there's probably a story there too as to why you picked gsw you were in macon you probably could have gone to a couple other institutions and so what was it about gsw that got your attention well like i said macon county is only about 20 minutes away mm -hmm. so i want to go closer to home i needed to be close to my family mm -hmm. there were well when i applied to college of course being a senior in high school um, going off to college, I applied to colleges out of state. At first, when I first began my senior year, I thought, okay, I want to get away. I want to go see the world. I want to see <laughs> other things, you know, yeah. because where I'm from is such a relatively small county. 
And, you know, we don't have a Walmart in Macon nope. County. We don't have a Walmart. So, you know, I was saying I want to see more. And when it got closer to the end of my senior year, I was thinking, oh, my God. Oh, am I sure I want to go, you know, out of state? Right. So then my mom, because at first I didn't know about Georgia Southwestern. And my mom and my grandma was telling me, well, you know, there's a college right down in Americas. And I started thinking, I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I'll look. And so I applied. And then I I think I got accepted um, right before my graduation because I did apply kind of kind late, late yeah. because I was thinking of going out of state. Right. And when I got accepted, and then we came into um, Storm Day, and I told my mom, I said, I made a great decision. <laughs> I made an absolutely great decision. And ever since, it has been a wonderful experience. And my cousin, after I graduated, she graduated a year after me. She also came to Georgia Southwestern. So uh, it true. has been, it's been a great experience. Yeah. Now you're wearing your sorority jacket. Yes. So uh, you've obviously found uh, a home with them as well. What's, yes. what's, how important is finding that connection uh, outside of the classroom? Well, it is, and it's amazing. Um, my sorority is Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And before I joined, I wasn't, my best friend goes here as well. So I would only, we only talk to each other. And um, before sorority life, I kind of stayed to myself. You know, I didn't want to, I came for my academics and that was all I was focused on. And then once I had seen, well, a mentor of mine, someone I just love, she is a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And once I seen her and I seen the women of Alpha Kappa Alpha and I seen how high they held their heads and I was like, and I seen the sisterhood and I was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I just recently became a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha um, in fall 20, fall of 20. And since then I gained four great sisters and they have been so supportive. I graduate, I'm the only one that's graduating in May and they have been so supportive of me. They've, um, I have recently had an interview and they've been so supportive of that, you know, talking to me, talking me through it. Yeah. And um, my best friend, like I said, she goes here. She is also in a sorority. It's a, not my sorority. Okay. But um, even with that, I just tell people, if you are thinking of joining a sorority, any sorority, it is a great decision because you gain so much. Yeah. And we all uphold the same values. Yeah. Like I said, my best friend and I are in different sororities, but... They're still the same values. You can still be friends? Yes. Oh, my course. gosh. Are you she, sure? She is a woman of Delta Sigma Theta, <laughs> and we are, that's my best friend. I love her to death. That's great. It is, it's just an amazing experience. No matter what yeah. sorority, they all uphold the same. That's right. And then, and now you have new friends, and yes. she has new friends, yes. and now both of you have new friends yes. that you can talk to. Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? It really is. They're our sisters. We love our sisters. College yes. is an incredible place. Yes, it is. It really Life changing uh, in many, many ways. And so uh, we're proud of you, proud for you, excited for you. And uh, thanks for coming and, and telling us a, a little bit about your story. Yes, sir. That's, no, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, wanted to close with uh, some interesting news. If you're, if, you're, if you're in higher education and you're worried or frustrated or concerned, um, I'm going to help you out. Every day, 
every morning I get an email from the Chronicle of Higher Education with kind of a, a, a newsletter, news of the day kind of thing. And it, it really provides some insight and a lot of help. So on Wednesday, the, one of the headlines was, why haven't more colleges closed? And they, they in the story, they predicted, uh, it was predicted uh, during the beginning of the pandemic that 750 to maybe a thousand colleges would close across the country. And the reality is there have only been 10 closures or consolidations. So that was Wednesday. Thursday, the headline is the pandemic will force Becker College to close. So there you go. Very next day, right? So today, can higher ed save itself? Only an obtuse observer could deny the ailing state of America's universities. And we have an article that tells us what we should do to save ourselves. So oh, over the course of three days, we've been told it's not that bad. Oh my gosh, we're closing to here's a plan to save yourself. So if you can figure out what the heck's going on, send me a note. Let me know because I can't figure it all out. We're just trying to do the best we can here at Georgia Southwestern and help people like Kanisha be all they can be, uh, be great students, great parts of their family, and she's going to be a great teacher, right, Michelle? Oh, she'll be fantastic. She'll be wonderful. I'm looking forward. I love seeing on Facebook, and I don't get on Instagram much. I need to, but um, I just like seeing their pictures of their own students, and I try to follow anybody. I, I used to not, you know, friend our students, uh-huh. but then I was missing out on their experiences, and I love celebrating in that with them because yeah. they just grow so much. I don't know. So I'm looking forward to it. We can't. I can't wait to see where you end up, Macon County, Sumter County, anywhere. Yeah. You know. Well, my guess is that uh, after after the career fair tomorrow, that you will have school districts uh, following you around, yep. begging you to go to work for them. So uh, I can't wait for that to happen, and we're proud of you. And, and uh, it's going to be a good weekend, very good weekend. I hope everybody has a great time. I hope you come to campus and and do something. There's plenty going on. There's lots of things to be involved with, and uh, and I hope you've enjoyed as much as I have hearing Kanisha talk about what a difference GSW can make and uh, the role that we play in people's lives. And if nothing else, I hope you have some pride in what we do and that you can have a great weekend knowing that we are making a real difference for a lot of people. So enjoy your weekend. We'll be back next week. Bob, we appreciate the help. And uh, I think... I think we'll do one next week before spring break. We'll see. May not do it on Friday. <laughs> we may wait. We may do it earlier in the week and, and get it done. But everybody have uh, a great weekend. See you soon.